0: Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjapay, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Be All You Are. I can't believe it. We're on episode 40. Wow. (laughs) 10 away from 50. I'm going to have to plan something incredible for 50. I want to welcome you to a special episode. Today I am sharing a recording of day one of my workshop series, A Call to Courage. And day one is all about why it's so critical that we as women get clear about what we want. This is a funny topic because you would think, well, of course I know what I want, but in our incredibly busy world, in our world of expectation, in our world of um, you know, the megaphone of social media and of what other people think, it is actually quite difficult to go deep and really ask ourselves and ask our soul what it wants, what it wants for us. And that's what this session is about. So this is day one of a five-day workshop series. And obviously, day two was yesterday on Tuesday. And um, there is still time to join us. We are midweek. But if you join us at allyouare.ca forward slash courage, the link is also in the show notes, then I will be sending you the replays for the first couple of days. And you can join us live on Thursday and Friday. Um, even today, if you are listening to this in time and you can join us live, all the calls are recorded so you get the replays and it is webinar style. So there is no pressure at all to be on camera. So if today's episode calls to you, I encourage you to join us for the rest of the week because we, I am calling you forward. I'm calling you to be more courageous in your life, to step forward into your life, to claim what you want, and to go ahead and create it. I hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. So this is a five-day workshop series called A Call to Courage. And this workshop is about giving two weeks notice to what no longer serves you and taking steps towards a life and a career that is aligned with the real you. So this isn't about dissing our lives or not appreciating what we have, but it's about realizing that when we align our lives and our work to who we are, to our values, to who we want to be, there's just so much more available to us. And when I say more, I don't mean more cars or more vacations, although those are all amazing things, which we enjoy for sure. But I mean more fulfillment and more inner freedom and more joy and more presence in our lives, right? And that's really what we all want. So I wanted to tell you a really quick story about that phrase two weeks notice, which you know, I've been using in some of my copy, but I tell this story and it always resonates with people. So, when I I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background for those of you who don't already know me, but when I came back from California almost 10 years ago now, I was working in California and I was working for this company and it was a great job on paper, but as we many of us have experienced, sometimes those great jobs on paper are only great jobs on paper. And very quickly, I realized it wasn't a place that I wanted to stay. And so what I did to help me feel in the energy of moving on from that job was I changed the password on my computer to two weeks notice. So every time I sat down at my desk at this job that I didn't like, I would type two weeks notice into my computer. And it was just a way of reminding myself that, yes, I'm going to do my best while I'm here, but I'm on my way out. And it was just sort of sending that signal to myself and to the universe um, on a regular basis. And it really took me no time at all before I was out of there and into my next um, incredible experience. So I just wanted to share that with you, just the power of, you know, a little a little tip for you right there, the power of suggestion and bringing that into your everyday life. Okay, so although we are now one month into the year, this is not a January kickoff, right? You know, like the new year, new you thing. We are in February and I've heard so many people say that January was such a crazy month. And I agree. And in some ways it feels like it was a blip. In other ways, it feels like it lasted forever and how is it only February? But what I think about the timing of this workshop is that it really couldn't be more perfect because we have 11 months beautiful month stretched out before us and there is so much magic that we can create between now and december if our intention is there and by signing up for this workshop by being here on this call or by listening to this recording for those of you who will be listening in later you are showing that intention for yourself so i just want to congratulate you right off the bat for being in um Okay, so why did I call this workshop a call to courage? This is really what the work that I do is all about, and it's really my mission and my purpose in my life now. And it's because I want women to reclaim their power. And what I mean by reclaim is that we are all born with inherent power, right? Like we're a human on this earth, just like every other being on this earth, and we have that power, but over time, we, act, we lose it, and we lose it in little ways, and we lose it in big ways, and everybody has their story, but as we start to evolve, we start to realize that what feels good is success, right? Quote-unquote success feels good, and what we start to do is we, we chase success at all costs, and oftentimes, it's someone else's version of success right? It's like what someone else has defined as what success is, that's what we're going after. And by doing that, we're actually leaving a lot on the table. We're leaving our own life force on the table, our own gifts, our own knowing, our own passion for life or for helping others or whatever it is, we're leaving that on the table. And I believe that your true power and your maximum fulfillment and your greatest contribution in terms of service, in terms of why you are here and what you have to give to the world only comes from being authentically you. Like that is the the strongest source of power that you have is leaning into being authentically you. So when we reclaim that power that's within us, not the one that somebody has given to us, we can manifest and create more than we could possibly imagine. And so that is why I feel so strongly about a call to courage. The other reason um, why I call this a call to courage is that I've seen, and I know many of you on this call that I've talked to, um, you are smart, you are ambitious, you are driven, you have excelled in your careers, you're experienced but we are still outsourcing our power to an external source, right? We're we're outsourcing it to maybe it's our boss. Maybe it's the title that we have on our LinkedIn profile. Maybe it's the amount of money we make. Maybe it's the fact that we're C-suite or that we're a director or whatever it may be. There's a part of us that really gains a lot of power from external sources. when really all of that means nothing, right? Like you take all that away and you are still incredibly powerful. And so I want us to reframe what it means to be powerful, because if each and every one of us could claim that and be courageous and live from that place, the impact we could make, and again, this is not just about us, right? This is not just about us as individuals, It's about the people that we can impact and the ways that we can lead in the world. And I think that's why for me, this is a true mission, right? It's not just about helping somebody um, decide whether to get a new job or start a business or take a pause from work, whatever. It's less about that. And it's more about you stepping into why you are here And then being able to make the greatest contribution from that place to yourself and to everyone around you. Um, Okay, so what is the path to inner power? The path to that inner power is really courage. And that's why it's called a call to courage. Every time we make an act of courage, whether it is a small act or a big, huge decision, And of course, it's all relative, right? Like it's all what feels like an act of courage to you. With each act of courage, we set ourselves free. We feel a little more free. We feel a little more brave. We feel a little more confident. And so for me, I really believe it all starts with courage. And we don't need to have confidence to be courageous. We don't need to have it all figured out to be courageous. We just courage on its own um, is that powerful. Okay, so we are going to be spending all week together. And by the time we get to Friday, you'll have a framework that you can use to really create or manifest or decide anything in your life. It's sort of something that you can come back to and realize that these are the steps or the pillars to make change in your life, to create a transformation in any area of your life. So today, when we actually get started on the session, we're going to be getting clear on what you want for your one and only life. And I know that sounds like a big one, but it's more about learning how how we access clarity that this session is about, because obviously what we want changes over time, right? Like there's inputs, there's things that happen. So that's fine. It's more about being able to access that clarity. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Tomorrow on Tuesday, we are going to be exploring who do you need to be to then create that thing that you want or that life that you want or that career that you want? Who do you have to be? And honestly, this is the fun part, right? Because we are constantly growing. We Whether we Are aware of it or not, in the last five years, we are very different than we were five years ago. But what's amazing is that we can influence who we become. So it's not just about, um, you know, things happening to us and us responding and therefore changing, we can decide to change ourselves. So that gives us a lot of power to say, okay, well, this is what I want to do, or this is, you know, my vision. Well, who do I need to be? How do I need to evolve? in order to create that life. So we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Um, On Wednesday, we're going to talk about confidence because I think confidence is um, sometimes misunderstood. So we're gonna talk about what confidence is and how do we cultivate more of it. On Thursday, we're gonna go deep into my favorite topic, courage. (laughs) How do we tap into our, our inner courage And how do we use it to take bold action? And that is honestly my favorite thing. Taking bold action feels amazing, you guys. Like, it's like, you know, forget the cold plunge, just start taking bold action. You can just do the cold plunge too. There's a lot of health benefits to it, (laughs) but take the but do the, do the, take the bold action. So we're going to talk about that. And then on Friday, we're going to be talking about radical self love. Because if we don't feel worthy, of receiving what it is that we want, if we don't feel that we deserve it, then we won't ever really bring it into our lives. And I think if you look at your life right now, I think you'll you'll realize that you've only brought into your life what you thought you were worthy of. And that may have changed over time. I know in my life, it certainly has. And Um, So I I want us to have a conversation around that because I do think it's foundational to all of this. And then we have another session on Monday, which is a bonus day. And that day will be more of a workshop and we'll have Q and A and it'll be kind of time for us to like work on some of this together. All right, before we get started, I wanted to remind you of two things. The first is to join the Facebook group because in the Facebook group, um i am sharing additional resources we're having conversations um the replays are also accessible there we're live streaming there right now and so be sure to do that and then the second most important thing is to book a connect call with me so i know some of you have booked them i had a couple last week i know i have a few right after our session today but these connect calls are just a chance for me to um Get to know you and your challenges, or even if you're not feeling challenged, maybe just sort of what's on your heart right now. Um, It helps me to think about how to create workshops like this or content for my podcast or my newsletter. And in every one of those short sessions, I try to give you something helpful to take away. So um, make sure you book those. All right. Okay. So... Um, I wanted to remind you that our chat is definitely open. So if you have comments or questions or you are hesitant about something, um, the chat is all yours. This is webinar style on purpose because I found in the past it can sometimes feel intimidating to be on camera and sharing. But here, this is like completely open for you to Um, chime in or something resonates like let me know you can like drop a heart or whatever it is that sort of lets me know that something is resonating I definitely want to hear from you so it doesn't for me feel like I'm talking to a um screen (laughs) because I know there's like beautiful humans on the other side of on the other side of this okay let me um tell you a little bit about me and my background um but just high level first. So my name is Kena Paranjape. For those of you I haven't met, it's so nice to meet you. I'm the founder of All You Are, and I help women around the world find the clarity, courage, and confidence to step into their full potential in all areas of their life and create a life that is worthy of them. I'm also the host of Be All You Are, a podcast that's all about stepping into all you are. It's actually called a Midlife Awakening Podcast, and I called it that because um, I, I spoke with a lot of women who would say, I don't know, my husband I'm having a midlife crisis. And I would say, uh, I don't think it's a crisis, actually. I think you're just waking up to what it is that is not working for you and what might work for you. And so um, that's a big reframe is calling it a bit, a midlife awakening. I'll, I'll share a little bit about my personal story um, and I'll try to make it quick because it can easily be long. In fact, there are several podcast episodes <laughs> that are just me telling my story. So if you haven't heard it, you can go tune in there. Um, but I'm going to share sort of my story that is is on my LinkedIn profile and then the one that is not. So really quickly, my I have over 20 years of experience, almost 25 now, um, in mostly the retail area. So I've worked for brands like Old Navy and Joe Fresh and Banana Republic and Indigo. Um, I've also had my own business, two startups, one called Brica that was acquired. Um, And then my current business, All You Are, which actually started as an apparel loungewear business for women, and then I pivoted it to this. Um, And most of my focus through those years was in the marketing and then merchandising space. So essentially being a buyer or a merchant, for those of you who are familiar with the industry. And um, I love my job. My last full-time job, I was the VP of merchandising for Houseplant, which was Seth Rogan's lifestyle company. And I basically helped Seth and his team um, bring the vision for the product line that's now out in the world to life. So we worked together for three years, a little bit pre-pandemic, through the pandemic, and launched this incredible business. Um, and I realized at a moment that I felt like I should have been at a high because this launch was very successful and everybody was very pleased. I did not feel excited. I did not feel satisfied. And in fact, I felt a little bit um sad. Like I felt a little bit like there was something, like an emptiness. And I started to question, why am I feeling this emptiness? And I realized it was because that I had been putting off some of my own dreams, that i had had these Longings to kind of go all in on an idea and to really believe in myself, and and so I, I felt like it was the time. And what was hilarious is that around that time I picked up a book, uh, Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans, I believe it's called, and I just started flipping through. And I hadn't realized that Seth Rogen was actually uh, featured in the book, and in the little two pages that he wrote at the end, he. He basically says, at some point, you just have to believe in yourself, period. That was the end. And so I slammed the book shut and I was like, okay, it's time. And it didn't really happen like that. It was a transition. (laughs) But the point is, is that I had this wake up moment where I knew that I wanted to um, pursue something that was more aligned with who I am and my journey. So I'll quickly share a little bit of my journey Um, when I was 30 years old and I was living in California, um, my husband got really sick and he was in the ICU for four months on and off really on his deathbed. And the doctors were doing everything they could to save him. And they did. But when, um, he was able to leave the hospital, he had a lot of medical issues, serious, serious medical issues and they were not going to be resolvable. It wasn't sort of like, oh, we'll do the surgery and everything will be fine. And so we lived with a lot of not knowing, you know, for a lot of years and um when we were both 38 years old, he passed away. So after 8 years and most of our 30s, um he 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 died. And that really, that whole experience, uh, those eight years of like learning how to navigate all that and still be in my life and still be starting a business and seeing my friends um, while going through such a challenging time over a long period of time taught me a lot about myself. But then I would say after he passed away, there was like years and years of learning and self-discovery and um, asking myself a lot of spiritual questions and um, really uh, trying to understand what I'd been through, right? Like we all want to understand like why, right? And I would say that some of the things that I took away from that experience, and of course we could talk about this for hours on its own, was that, you know, there's that saying and it sounds glib, but the saying is life is not a dress rehearsal. Right, it's even in a tragically hip song, um, and it really isn't right. Like this is your one life. Like there's no moment where somebody's going to walk in and give you permission to follow your dreams, or they're going to tell you, like, guess what? We're giving you everything you ever wanted, or, or, or like is going to read your mind and and like and, and like lay out the path for you towards what it is that you, you know, want deep down. And so that became my first wake up is that, wow, like I have to decide where I want my life to go from here, right? I like, I have to choose, I have to set a bit of a course and then learn to navigate the things that I can't control. That was the first thing. And then the other part was, and again, this sounds clip, but life truly is a gift and we all have been through loss, right? All of us. And we see loss all around us. So it's why we need to honor life even more and not take it for granted. Like how dare us take it for granted, right? When it's so difficult for so many. Um, and so I really almost felt a responsibility. So um, to transition, because we do need to transition I started talking about how to get clear. I wanted to take a moment to ask you, to ask yourself, why are you here today? What called you to the workshop? What are you hoping to hear or to learn? Just take a minute to maybe write it down for yourself or your notebook. And if you're um, willing to share, I would love to hear in the chat why you are here. Still not sure why I'm anywhere. That's okay, Heather. I love that. No, it is like, it's a journey, right? And it's not... um, there's not an end point and it's, um, we just have to be open. And when you keep showing up, when you keep showing up to explore, you haven't closed the door. And that's the most important thing. I'm stuck and your post on self-sabotage resonated with me. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing. Yes, it's so easy to self-sabotage. I feel so stuck in many areas of my life. Thank you, Barbara. Ready to leave the rat race. I need clarity of direction with career and how my purpose and dreams fit in. You know what, you guys, I'm actually really excited to read these (laughs) because all I can think of is what's possible for you and how the fact that like, even, okay, I'm trying not to get too excited. (laughs) Yes, Leslie. All right, guys. Okay. So this is really good. Yes, get paid for the awesome work you do. Kate, I was looking at your website and I, I agree. I was thinking that same thing to myself. All right, guys, thank you for being honest. Yes, how do you want to live it? I just want, like, whether you have been on this journey for a while and you've been doing the self-exploration for a while or whether it is new, I just want to say to you that this is the best thing you can do for yourself. And I'm saying this from experience. When I started asking myself questions and honoring myself and my journey and my life and the story that I wanted to tell about my life up until this point, but then also where it's going, I started to really love myself in a way that I never had before. I started to believe in myself. I started to see what was possible. I started to see the impact that I would have on other people And even just starting with the people immediately around you, like your family. Um, So I just want to encourage you, like even if you just like come to today's session and that's all, like keep on this path, keep exploring, keep asking yourself questions, keep tuning in to... Um, what is resonating with you, right? Like some of you said, this post resonated with me or when you said this, that resonated with me. Tune into that and don't just drop it, right? That's like your intuition trying to point you in the right direction. Okay, Um, all right. So my next question for you is, how many of you know exactly what you want at this moment? And you can comment yes or no in the chat because it's just a yes or no question. Do you know exactly what you want? I got a few yeses, some noes. <laughs> okay, this is good. I think we've got maybe seven, 65% no's. Um, 35% yes, or maybe 70-30. I think that's where we are. Okay. So what's good is that right now I'm going to talk about the no's, right? Like how why do we not have clarity? Um, or maybe it's a yes, but I'm not sure. So that's what this is gonna help with. Um and then if you have a yes, then that's great because then you have the clarity and then it's about activating that confidence. It's about diving into the courage. It's about taking action. And we're going to be doing that all week. So let's start with three reasons why getting clear on what we want is so hard, right? Like why is it so hard to get clear on what we want? So the first reason is conditioning, right? We've been told what to do since we were basically two years old. We've been told how to fit in. We've been told how to behave. We've been told what's okay and what's not okay. And in a lot of ways, and I think this is changing, probably we are different with our own children, but we haven't been taught to think for ourselves or to ask ourselves what we want or to um, encourage to lean into our gifts, right? Like I was having this conversation with my partner the other day and I was thinking, well, how would I have leaned into my gifts, right? You know, when I think back to high school and then I did a degree, I started a degree in chemistry and then I ended up doing environmental science. But what would have what would have leaning into my gifts then look like for me? And I loved writing. I loved writing. I loved writing in my journal. I loved writing essays. I loved writing stories. And I loved reading, and I mean like novels upon novels upon everything. I would devour it. I'd read things when I was much younger off my mom's shelf that I wasn't really supposed to be reading, you know. And so then I often I think to myself like, wow, what would? And I have no regrets. No, this isn't about um, regretting anything. But what would have unfolded if I'd been encouraged like, you're an excellent writer, and you have a gift, and you if you leaned into that gift, you could. who knows what you could do with it, right? Like what if somebody had said that to me? So I think A, a lot of us are moms, not all, but a lot of us are moms on this call. We want to think about this for our own kids. Um, But I think just recognizing that our conditioning has really pulled us away from having that understanding of ourselves and then having that relationship with ourselves. Just check in the chat. Okay, so here's the second reason why getting clear on what we want is so hard. And the women who have worked with me before hear me talk about this all the time. It's the noise and the busyness, right? We are busy, 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 Pack, packed, to-do list, overflowing, never getting it all done, running from one thing to another, never a moment to ourselves, never time for self-reflection. I remember there was a woman in one of my groups who said to me, um, you know, I, I didn't do the homework because I couldn't find 15 minutes. In a whole week, she couldn't find 15 minutes to herself. To me, that says nothing about the business of her life and everything about how she values her own time. And so we need to quiet the noise, right? We need to slow the heck down, even if it's just enough to ask ourselves some questions, okay? And then the third reason why getting clear on what we want is so hard is a very well known one, and that is fear. Fear stops us from even listening to what we want because our mind goes straight to what will people think of me? Well, if I listen to this voice in my head, what do I actually have to do next? And I, I don't know that I want to do that next thing, right? It's funny. <laughs> my favorite story to tell about this is a good friend of mine who is incredible, wise you know, she was an executive in the retail industry. I had shared this amazing experience that I'd had with a coach and I was experiencing, I was uh, encouraging her to do this, to work with her as well. And she said, I don't want to work with her because I'm concerned she's going to tell me I should leave my husband. (laughs) And I remember laughing so hard because I'm like, well, you can decide if you're leaving your husband or not. She's not going to decide for you. Like she may bring up something for you, but it was almost more so that she didn't want to face any truths. She didn't want to face any truths that were already within her, right? So I think fear is a big one because fear stops us from from accepting what is true for us. We just stomp it down before we even get it, let a chance for it to breathe. Um, So those are some of the reasons. The fact is that, the truth is there, right? You just haven't been ready to see it yet. It's like, it's actually there. And and maybe it's just a seed, but it's there. And I often speak to it like it's the sun behind the clouds. So the sun is still shining. Even when it's a cloudy day, like today, yesterday was so beautiful in Toronto and today it's cloudy. But I know that beyond those clouds, the sun is still shining bright, right? Right. But when you don't own up to your truth, to your own truth, it feels like that cloudy day. It's like wearing dirty glasses. I had to clean my glasses before I got on this call. And we are living our lives without the brightness that comes with clarity, that comes with being aligned with our truth. And looking at your chat. Yes, exactly. Who do the, I think I am? That is a huge one. Oh my gosh. That is a huge one. Um. And we are going to address that. We're going to address that this week, Adriana. And I'm going to make sure that we speak to it in that way. Like the whole imposter syndrome thing. Um, what if you might suspect that you chose to do pressure reading just because of the thing that got you the most attention you were seen? Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's then questioning um, what part of you wants to be seen because we all want to be seen. That's like a natural thing. Um and but where did you misalign, right? In that because we can we can focus. I mean, obviously, if we're if we're emphasizing something that is just about seeing being seen, then that's different. But I think acknowledging that that was a desire for you or a need, even, and it's a need for all of us to be seen, um, is totally fair. And I think that when we can acknowledge that, then we can maybe choose a little bit differently. And so we'll go into that as well this week. These are so great, you guys. Um, Okay, so why is it important that we get clear? Because what I have noticed is that people, when we talk about things like that, there's always someone who's like, well, why don't I need to be, why do I need to be clear? I can just go through my life. It's fine. My life is fine. Um, and that may be absolutely true. And and again, nobody's forcing anybody to do anything. This is like completely a choice, right? Like we can just go through our life and let things happen and respond accordingly. But if we want to live a fulfilling life, you know, a life where we're like, oh yeah, I maxed it out. I maxed out my life. Then we need to go through this extra step of getting that clarity, of like doing the self-reflection that leads to that clarity. Okay, so here are three reasons why getting clear on what you want is critical to a fulfilling life. The first is that you are a completely unique being. And I know some of you have heard me talk about this before, but it's like we need to be reminded constantly. Um, you know, each one of us has a unique fingerprint. Out of like the billions of us in the world, nobody has the same fingerprint. So the magic that makes up you is literally only you. There's nobody else like you, and you have special gifts. Some that you were born with, some that you you developed over time, and even sort of bigger than that—bigger than your gifts. I believe that we are all here to fulfill a destiny and that our, you know, this is getting a little bit spiritual, but it's this idea that our soul came to this earth to go on a journey. It's, it's like, um, I talked about this in my podcast last week, but it's almost like this vision of like, you know, souls being dropped into human form. And then, and, and regardless of what you believe religiously, it, again, it's just this idea that you're dropped into human form and you are given a gentle nudge to go on your adventure now, right? And through that adventure, you are living your destiny and you're becoming who you're meant to become and you're contributing in your own unique way. So um, in Hinduism, there is a concept called Dharma, right? And I really like the way the Chopra talks about it because he's but he says it's the process by which you use your unique skills and passions to serve your community and the world. So, um, you know, I think we're all here to live out our dharma. Um, the second reason why getting clear on what we want is so critical is we do not want to at the end of our lives, um, feel the sense of what if, you know, what if I had spoken up, what if I had?" You know, gone after that dream. What if I had making that choice in spite of worrying about others would think? Um, and there is a book called Five Regrets of the Dying. It's by um, a hospice nurse named Bonnie Ware, and one of the five regrets of the dying is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. That's that's word for word from her book. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of of me. So we don't want to live a life of what if. And then this third one, the third reason why I think getting clear is so important, is that I really strongly believe as you know, we look around at the world and we look at the dynamics, and I won't get into it because we all know it's pretty bad, horrible, um, that we have a responsibility as women to give it our all. I think we actually have like a responsibility to give it our all. Um, it's for future generations of women and not just women, men too. We're doing this for our sons. We're doing it for our daughters. Um, to show them what it means to be in tune with who we are, to live an authentic life, to serve other people, to want to contribute our highest level gifts, right? We want to show through our own example, the impact we can have and, and how we can serve more powerfully and change things by starting from within. And I don't think that I honestly think that it is up to women to do that, and we can have the argument offline if you disagree. But I have a feeling most of you agree with me. um and I even think about our moms, right? Like our mothers and what they did um from the time of of our grandmothers, right? Like I think about my grandmother and what she thought was available to her. She actually had a university degree, but she was definitely not allowed to work right? Then down to my mom who was allowed to work, but her work wasn't important as my my dad's. And so we need to then say, how can we accelerate things, right? Like our, our moms did the best that they could. Our grandmothers did the best they could, but we're now in a position to accelerate things. We're in a position to shift the dynamic. And I think that is another reason why, and I think we do that by living well. That's That's the missing piece. I think we do that by living well. All right. So what do you want? This is my question to you. And if some of you have been through my workshops before, one of the things I always say to you is when you answer this question, what do you want? I am not asking you, what do you think you should want? Or what do others expect from me? Or what is the next obvious step? Or what do you think is reasonable? that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you, forget the menu, forget what's on the menu. We're going to order off the menu. We're going to order what we want. So I want you to take a minute right now and write down the first thing that comes up when you ask yourself what you want. And it's totally okay if at this point, if it doesn't feel clear, just like see what comes up. When you ask yourself what you want. And if you feel comfortable sharing in the chat, that would be great too. Anya said, to feel my work serves a higher purpose and to feel confident in how I live. Beautiful. Very clear. I love that, Anya. I'll wait for a couple more before I keep going. Fulfillment from the inside out. Yes. I want to help people find their inner healer to help them heal their traumas and live their fullest lives. Beautiful. To stand confidently in my authenticity. Yes. We need more of that. Yes. I want to get back to a career where I have a creative outlet, have purpose, feel proud without sacrificing my time away from family, especially kids. That is a very worthwhile goal and totally achievable. So good, you guys. I love this so much. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to... Oh, I want it to be my turn, Lisa. All right. I'm going to come back to these later just because I want to keep, make sure that I don't, but thank you so much for, I'm going to read every single one of these. I just want to make, be conscious of time. Um. So last fall, I spoke at a, ret- a retreat for women entrepreneurs in Palm Springs. And when I asked this question, there was a pause in the room because I was asking them live, right? Like, okay, tell me right now, what do you want? And everybody went quiet, and they felt like there was a lot of pressure, and then there was a pause. And then finally, someone said quietly, really quietly, she was like, I want peace. And, and, then, and then around the room, all these other women started nodding, right? And and what she meant by peace wasn't that she wanted everything to be quiet, or like slow down, or that she didn't want to work, or that, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was like wanting that inner peace, right? And I think what it points to, and really what a lot of you have said, too, is that you want the thing, right? And yes, there's beauty in the thing. I am 100% with you. I have like a lot of goals that involve like being able to enjoy things and have things, right? But ultimately, the thing isn't what makes us feel alive. It's the feeling that that we get when we have the thing. It's the feeling that we get when we're in that job or that when we feel balanced and we feel confident, That's what we're aiming for. So even as before I got on this call with you, I asked myself, how do I want to feel? Because I wanted to bring that energy to our call, right? And I wanted to feel present and I wanted to feel connected to you. I wanted to feel into the message that I'm trying to share with you. Those, those were the things that I wanted to feel. So now in the chat, and some of you have already shared this as part of like what you want I want you to share, how do you want to feel? I'd love for you to just type one word into the chat of how do you want to feel? Free, energized, inspired, vibrant, connected to the true me, infinite. Ugh, they're so good. And what's wonderful is that we don't need anything to change for us to feel that way now. And that's one of the things we're gonna talk about tomorrow, actually. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow, that like one of the fastest ways to create what we want, that thing that we want is by getting into the feeling of what we want now. Um, and so we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Authentic, fulfilled freedom. Yes, absolutely. All of those things. I'm with you. Okay. Um just trying to think of where I am. I have 13 minutes left and I don't want to go over because I know everybody has things to do. I want to acknowledge something, right? And that is that when we haven't given ourselves much time to listen to our inner voice. Sometimes it isn't that clear. And so some of you may be thinking, I still don't know what I want. And if that's you, that's totally fine, right? Like it's completely fine. This is a, this is a process and it's a journey. And even if you do know what you want now, six months from now, what you want may look different. So what I want to leave you with is three tips in order to get more clear. So if you're sort of on the fence and you're not quite clear, or maybe you have some clarity, but you want to get a little bit more fine-tuned around what it is that you want, I want to leave you with three tips to give you some more clarity. So the first one is one that I've talked about a little bit already, and that is clarity needs quiet. We need to be quiet in order to get the clarity that we need and that we want. And that means if you are not taking time for yourself to be quiet a little bit every day or more, if you can, then you'll never be able to, um, you'll never be able to see clearly through all the noise and through all the stuff going on. Right. And so very simply there's, Some things you can do to start to carve out time for yourself, you can try getting up before everyone else, even by 15, 20 minutes so that you're alone with your journal, you're reading something inspiring, you're drinking your coffee, you go for a little walk. Um, You could do it before bed, right? After the kids are asleep and you're in bed and could give yourself some time there. Walking alone is a huge one, even in the middle of the day, just going for a walk and giving yourself some breathing room. Um, and then, yeah, if you have the luxury, go to a coffee shop on your own, right. And keep your phone in your bag and just, um, take your notebook out and give yourself some, some space and time to journal and think about what you want. So the first thing is that clarity needs quiet, right? The second thing is start with what you don't want. And this actually came up, um, on my last session, I, I asked do you know what you want? And somebody said, well, I know what I don't want. And I actually think there's a lot of value in knowing what you don't want. So even if you start with a list and I'm gonna send you all this in the replay. So you'll get like the, you know, what we just talked about in the replay along with the replay. Um, Even if you just make a list of, well, I don't want this anymore. And I don't wanna accept that anymore. And I no longer wanna work with people whose values aren't aligned or whatever it is you make that list and write the opposite of each thing on that list. And you can then sort of test out, does the opposite of this resonate with me or not quite? But I think it helps you get past the like, well, I just don't know what I want, right? It kind of helps helps you get past there. And then the third thing to get clear of what we want is to explore, right? We need to explore what we are interested in. We need to see what piques our curiosity. Start taking small actions, reach out to someone who's fascinating to you, sign up for a program, ask a friend who's doing something cool, or you know, whatever it is, just start taking action because we can't figure it all out in our busy minds. Um, and you know, when we take action, it creates movement in the universe. It's like sort of like, it's like it's that saying um from the alchemist. And I, I don't know if All of you have read The Alchemist, but for sure it's on my recommended reading list. But in The Alchemist, he actually says that when somebody follows their dream, the entire universe conspires to make it come true, something like that. I'm not getting the words right. But I honestly think it comes down to like even the smallest action. As you start to to take action and you start to make things happen there's a lot of movement that happens around that action. So it's another really great way. So the three ways I said to help you get more clear are that clarity needs quiet. Start with what you don't want and then look at the opposite. And then the last one is explore and start taking action. So let me recap what we talked about today on our first day together. And today was all about getting clear on what you want for your one and only life. So first, we talked about three reasons why owning up to what you want is hard. The first one is conditioning, right? Just not really being nurtured to think for ourselves or to lean into our gifts or to believe that anything is possible for us. The second is noise and busyness, just being too busy and too overwhelmed to hear our inner voice. I always say our inner voice is a whisper. So if we have like a megaphone, of messages coming at us all day, how are we ever going to hear that that inner voice or in, our intuition speaking up? Third is fear of um fear of what it will mean if we change things, right? Like what's the fallout? What will it disrupt? And those are very real fears. We're gonna talk about that more on this side when we talk about courage. Um But but these are some of the reasons that owning why owning up to what you want is hard, right? The the conditioning, the noise, and then fear of what it will mean. Okay, then we talked about three reasons why being clear on what you want is critical to a fulfilling life. And the first one we talked about was dharma, this idea of living out your destiny and your purpose, your purpose for being here. The second is not wanting to live our life with a giant what if at the end of it, right? What if I had only, we don't want to live with that. We don't want that like regret of the dying. And then the third reason was feeling that responsibility to future generations to pave the way for more authentic living. And then finally, we talked about how what we want is really about how we want to feel. And so leaning into how we want to feel and knowing what that might feel like is really the best place to start because from there, we can actually create what I want, what we want. Okay. So coming out of today's call, um, I have a couple of assignments for you. The first one is book your connect call. And even if you have worked with me before, you're like, Kena, I don't want to take up your time. Book the call because I want to talk to you and hear what's going on in your life. There it is. And then the homework related to today's um, session is about um, asking yourself what you want. But I want you to put it into practice immediately. So as soon as you hang up this call, through the rest of today, I want you to practice asking yourself what do you want? like what do i want for lunch it could be a start or it could be um what do i want to focus on this afternoon how do i want this evening to go you know what do i what do i want to um what's important to me today or this evening i want you to practice tapping into the what do i want and i want you to do that all week and ideally at the end of the night if you could journal just ask yourself what do i want um and 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 just sort of let it flow. You don't have to do it for long. Just write a paragraph. But I'm guaranteeing you that if you ask yourself every night from tonight to the rest to the end of the week, what do I want in your journal, you'll see how it evolves. You'll see how you go a little bit deeper um, every night that you answer that question. So that's the second piece of homework. And I have a bonus question for you. If you really like journaling and you want to add um, another question to that, and I'll make sure that I send this in the email with the replay, is I want you to answer the question, What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? And you may have heard me uh, ask this question before, but like I said before, you know, times change, things happen in your life. Where you were six months ago is not where you are today. And I find asking me, asking myself that question almost every month, extremely powerful and really helps me, um, elevate where I am on a monthly basis. So what could I do if I knew I couldn't fail? And that i made perfect time. 1256. <laughs> we have a few more minutes. If anybody has any questions, um, or anything you want to share, I'm here. Yay. I'm excited too, Masa. Book your call. I don't think I see you on my calendar. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. So nice to see you. Thank you, Anya. Okay, great. (laughs) Everybody book a call if you haven't already. Um, I will be seeing you here tomorrow at noon. Oh, thank you, Barbara. So nice to see you. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow at noon. You'll get the replays this afternoon as well. And, um, I'm looking for forward to an incredible session tomorrow, all about self image. So who do we need to be? And honestly, I have so much fun with this because self image is how you think about yourself, but you can also work on your self image from the outside in, right? It's like, what does your environment look like? And who do you hang out with? And what, what do you wear? And like, it's really this, this really fun exercise of imagining your own evolution. So I hope you, um, uh Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll send it in the email. Thank you, Charmaine. Awesome. Andrea. Okay, everyone. I'm so glad that I was able to get you off, um, at the right time as well. So have an incredible day and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are to hear more about the podcast. Follow me over on Instagram at kana underscore all you are send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review until next time. Remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.